When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. So I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, the world of the botanical-style aquariums is exploding. It's not something we've never mentioned before, but it's exploding. Now, somebody asked me recently about how I feel about having botanicals completely break down in my aquarium, as in just leaving them in until they're essentially inert. My response is that it's as the same as it's been for years, is that I'm perfectly fine with just leaving them in. The reality as I see it is that there's simply nothing wrong with this. I know, I know, it sort of goes against many years of aquarium hobby doctrine, which suggests that it's a bad idea to allow materials to decompose in your tank. Now, of course, this is not bad advice in general. We've been admonished to remove stuff like uneaten food, fish poop, dead plant leaves, deceased fishes, etc., from our tanks. The rationale for years has been that the breakdown of organic materials can lower the pH of the aquarium water by releasing carbon dioxide, which is converted to carbonic acid in water. The carbonic acid, in turn, can rapidly drop the pH, and yeah, okay. Of course, in addition to the potential to drop the pH of your tank quickly, the decomposition of stuff like uneaten food has historically been implicated in the clogging of filter media, you know, which reduces the flow through the aquarium, which in theory may lead to lower dissolved oxygen content, again, a drop in pH, a rise in ammonia, nitrate levels, algae, you know, the usual bad stuff. So is there any difference between uneaten fish food and allowing your botanical materials to break down fully in situ? Well, not necessarily. The process is the process, right? Sure. Of course, fish foods are high in compounds like phosphate, which can lead to excessive algae growth if left unchecked. So yeah, you have to embrace basic husbandry, you know, water exchanges, good filtration, etc. in your aquarium work. This is nothing new. You know, don't overfeed. Don't let vast amounts of uneaten food accumulate in your tank. Do regular water exchanges. Again, Aquarium Keeping 101. However, the difference is that we, as lovers of natural botanical-style aquariums, are more thoughtful and more deliberate about fostering that old microbiome, the vast community of organisms which reside in our tanks and process the available nutrients. We don't spend our days fanatically editing nature's real cleanup crew of fungal growth, bacteria, biofilms, etc., etc. By actually embracing these organisms and encouraging them to grow and reproduce in our tanks, we're creating a vast nutrient export capability, one which utilizes materials like botanicals and leaves for fuel, liberating nutrients and serving on occasion as a supplemental food source, part of the food web in our aquariums. I think that's what's different about, you know, is that we're now accepting the use of these materials for a combination of reasons, what we call functional aesthetics, the ability of a material to influence the look and the function of the aquarium environment simultaneously, a real mental shift. And of course, there is aesthetic components to this, as I just mentioned. Some hobbyists have commented that as their leaves and botanicals break down, the scape as initially presented changes significantly over time. And whether they know it or not, they're grasping wabi-sabi, that concept of transience. Well, sort of. 
one must appreciate the beauty at various phases to really grasp the concept and appreciate it in the traditional sense, to find little vignettes, little moments of fleeting beauty that need not be permanent for you to enjoy. And despite their impermanence, these materials function as diverse harbors of life, ranging from fungal and biofilm mats to algae to microcrustaceans and even epiphytic plants. Decomposing leaves, seed pods, and tree branches make up the substrate for a complex web of life which helps the fishes that we're so fascinated by flourish. If you look at them objectively and carefully, these assemblages are beautiful. This is not something new or previously unconsidered by the hobby, but it's something we don't give much thought to, I think. Of course, when we look at natural ecosystems where leaves and other botanical materials collect, the parallels in look and function become far more obvious. Understanding the transient nature of botanicals is absolutely essential for the botanical-style aquarium enthusiast. There's many who prefer a crisp, clean collection of botanicals and leaves in their tanks and go to great efforts to keep them that way. They'll literally remove any leaf that starts to break down or, you know, start recruiting biofilms and replace them with brand new ones. That's cool, I suppose, but it's sort of the aesthetics over function mindset that currently dominates aquarium keeping. It also denies these organisms that we just talked about the ability to process these materials. It's their food source, right? Yeah, for most of us, uh, those of us who've made that mental shift, we let nature dictate the evolution of our tanks. We understand that the processes of biofilm recruitment, fungal growth, and decomposition work on a timeline and in a manner that's not entirely under our control. We have these materials in, we leave them in, and we embrace the work of nature. Now, decomposition is an amazing process by which nature processes the materials for use by the greater ecosystem. It's the first part of the recycling of nutrients that were used by the plant from which the botanical material came from. So when a botanical decays, it's broken down and converted into more simple organic forms, which become food for all kinds of organisms at the base of the ecosystem. In aquatic ecosystems, much of the initial breakdown of botanical materials is conducted by detritivores, specifically fishes, aquatic insects, and invertebrates, which serve to begin the process by feeding upon the tissues of the seed pods and leaves, while other species utilize the waste products which are produced during this process for their own nutrition. In these habitats, like streams and flooded forests, a variety of species work in tandem with each other, with various organisms carrying out different stages of the decomposition process. Now, some organisms, like nematodes and chironomids, think bloodworms here, they'll, they'll dig into the you know, leaf structures and feed on the tissues themselves, as well as the fungi and bacteria found in and among them. These organisms, in turn, become part of the diet for many fishes. And the resulting detritus produced by the processed and decomposing plant matter is considered by many aquatic ecologists to be an extremely significant food source for many, many fishes, especially in areas like Amazonia, Amazonia and Southeast Asia, where detritus is considered an essential factor in the food webs of these habitats. And if you do gut content analysis, if you read those gut content analyses of some of your favorite fishes like kerosins and rasbora and stuff like that, you'll find that detritus makes up a considerable component about them. We've talked about that before. And of course, if you observe the behavior of many of your fishes in the aquarium, like garrisons and cyprinids, lorcarids, etc., you'll see that in between feedings, they'll spend an awful lot of time picking at stuff on the bottom of the tank. In a botanical-style aquarium, this is a pretty common occurrence, and I believe an important benefit of this type of system. I'm of the opinion that a botanical-style aquarium, complete with its decomposing leaves and seed pods, can serve as a sort of buffet for many fishes even those whose primary food sources are known to be things like insects and worms and stuff like that. 
Detritus and the organisms within it can provide an excellent supplemental food source for our fishes, just like in nature. That being said, I think we need to let ourselves embrace this stuff and celebrate it for what it is. Life, sustenance, diversity, foraging. I think that those of us who maintain botanical-style aquariums who've made that mental shift to understand, accept, and even appreciate the appearance of this stuff just look at things a little bit differently. Natural habitats are absolutely filled with this stuff in every nook and cranny. It's like the whole game here, an explosion of life-giving materials free for the taking. Now, it's not everybody's idea of beauty. It requires us to let go, to embrace something that seems so contrary and yet is so elegant, beneficial, and remarkably reliable. It's a true gift from nature. Yet for a century or so in the hobby, our first instinct is to reach for the algae scraper or the siphon hose and lament our misfortune with our friends. It need not be this way. Its appearance in our tanks is a blessing. A truly natural aquarium is not sterile. It encourages the accumulation of organic materials and other nutrients. In, not in excess, of course, but biofilms, fungi, algae, detritus all have their place in the aquarium. Not as an excuse for lousy or lazy husbandry, no, no, no. But as a means to process nutrients and to provide supplemental food sources to power the life in our tanks. Contrarian? Maybe not. Stay curious, stay thoughtful, stay bold, stay observant, stay consistent, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.